This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up for Thursday show. Uh, There's a big one today, big one this morning. Much like, uh, is it Moby Dick with the, it's the whale? Yeah. A Moby Dick show. Sure. Well, that doesn't really work because Moby Dick, like it's uh, the enemy. Because uh, Moby Dick, like it's, that's the, the whale that he's trying to hunt and it's like he's... Yeah, we're hunting, we're trying to hunt a big show. Yeah, but it's like I don't think it's a it's like a, an enemy almost. Like it's a vendetta we have. Did the, what did the whale do to him? Kill his sure friends, I haven't read it. family. I haven't read it. I think it just drives him insane. Yeah. But it's also a metaphor for something else. I can't recall. Yeah, well, this show is also a big metaphor. Yeah, for what? Lots of things, to be honest. Like this to be this dynamic. It's a metaphor for the dynamic between you and I. It's not only a metaphor; it just is that. Disagree. It's a very on-the-nose metaphor because it is what it is. It's Yeah, well, so it can be on the nose and still a thing, can't it? Well, not a metaphor, no. Well, metaphors it can be. Not really. It can be very on the nose. It's like saying that uh, there's a movie about a guy who shoots other guys and it's a metaphor about gun violence. It's, like, it's not really. It just is. It just is that. But can, it's also a metaphor. I don't, think it, I don't think it is. It's like how uh, a guy who's over six feet is also over four feet. It's true. <laughs> it's not the right it's not the best way of describing it but it's true I don't know about that hey today on the show Nick we talked about regrettable tattoos yeah it turns out some people in CQ have them as well mm. Shia LaBeouf oh what it's like inhaled a hair that was sitting on my microphone that's gross yuck well it would have been your hair no one else has used that microphone it was black and long I don't understand <laughs> was it really yeah oh god disgusting Ew. Who used this? Anyway, regrettable tattoos. I regret that. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, the actor, regrets some tats he got for a role recently. We uh, put the call out on 13, 12, 16. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Nick, I had your absolute dream job. Mm. Uh, everyone's favorite part of the day, I think, at their, their work day is when they go to the toilet and have a bit of a poop on company time. You get paid to do a, a number two. Pooping on your boss's dollar. It's great. You're on your phone. No one's bothering you. You're excreting waste efficiently. <laughs> I love excreting waste. Yeah. Just get it out of it. But if you want to take that full time, you want to go pro, we've got yeah. the job for you. Uh, we also have a good opportunity for anyone who wants to get involved in politics for you. I know you've thought about it, Hayden. Yeah. Well, you, some, you see the politicians, you go, I could do that. Yeah. A lot of them don't even have degrees or anything. No. A lot of them are just like year 12 educated and just vibed it out from there. You in a nutshell. Mm. Yeah. Year 12 educated me. and vibing. Vibing. Exactly right. You're the Pauline Hanson of Central Queensland. <laughs> I think Pauline Hanson's the Pauline Hanson of Central Queensland. Sure. Mm. You can be the Pauline Hanson of Northern Queensland because they're the ones I looking for help. I think that's also Pauline Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> is, think... is Pauline Hanson the Pauline Hanson of Queensland yeah. in general? Yeah. Where is she not the Pauline Hanson of? I don't think so. I think she's so unique that everywhere. She, in, in, in Australia, Australia at least. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's send you overseas then. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that's coming up in today's catch up. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Nick, the best part of your work day, I think it's certainly my favorite. I think it's everyone's favorite. Quitting time. No, it's better. Is when you sort of, you know, some point in the morning, you're on company time and you take a big long poop. Oh, sorry. Shitting time. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I misspoke. It's usually like, yeah. I used to have a nice little moment of peace. You know, no one's bothering you, and you're getting paid for it, technically. That's good, yeah. You know, I used to do the same thing when I worked at, like, Specsavers or Pizza Hut. Mm. If I needed to go before work, I'm like, no, I'm not going to go at home and then be in a hurry. I'm going to get to work, work, up. work for five minutes, and then go at work. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good move. Yeah. Um, I've got a gig for you. You make that into a full-time job. Just the pooping on the little moment of peace. 
go full time. To be honest, I go do pro. go number twos at work here quite a bit. So yep. I'm already getting paid quite lucratively to do that. So <laughs> let's try and top that. Well, all right. You can get yourself $15,000. It's more than we get here. So or right. just for pooping. So it's from a company called Tushy and they're a bidet company. Oh, okay. Uh, they so you know you know what a, you know what a bidet is? It's That's like a, the thing that shoots like a jet of water to clean your bum, right? It's basically a hose. It's a, I think it's a very European thing, yeah. and they uh, use it instead of a uh, instead of toilet paper. You just wash it down. Apparently, it's more hygienic and better for you. I don't know. I just feel like I'd have wet undies. I don't think you would. I think you shake like a dog. <laughs> oh, okay, right, I can, I'm into that. Uh, you could become their VP. Uh, uh, they uh, the VP in in fecal matters is the official term, official title. Fifteen thousand Australian dollars for three months of your time. VP as in vice president. I suppose so. Because I wouldn't have thought vice presidents are the ones out there pulling. I thought I yeah. assume a VP is in a boardroom. And who is the president for fecal matters? It doesn't say in this uh, in the job list. I don't know. But what you have to do to apply though, you have to make a. Like a, an audition tape. Yeah, right. <laughs> because the idea is you become the face for Tushy for these bidets. Uh, and you then get basically complete control over their Facebook page, which has like 40,000 people liking it. And you yeah. go on. Uh, I'm not sure if it's every day. I guess you could do it as much as you want. For three months, you become the VP for Fecal Matters and you talk about how good the bidet is. And you have to sort of review your toilet experience, how the bidet works for you. And uh, I think you have to get kind of graphic, but I think you sort of find a way to talk graphic without getting too gross. Yeah, we speak quite graphically off air, mm. you and I, but we review our experience. So I feel like <laughs> this I, is up my alley. I think, well, excellent turn of phrase. Mm. Uh, I think you definitely a job for you. What do you think you would do for your audition tape? Because I think that there'd be a lot of people ap- applying for this. Yeah, yeah. It'd be similar to a Big Brother audition tape. You have to sort of stand out from the crowd. Why should you be oh. the VP for Fecal Matters? Nick Fiend. Uh, pooing around the world would be my tape. Um, just oh. me, me doing, uh, you know, number twos in different, various locations. Yeah. yeah you'd start off in your classic, your boring place. You'd then you'd go to... What's like, a boring place? It's a regular toilet. Regular toilet. Like yep. the one here at work. Yep. You know, you'd then you'd go to uh, an actual throne... You're trying An to find throne. some royalty. <laughs> okay. You'd find That's some, a big jump. A medieval toilet, one where it sort of just plummets off the side of a cliff. Yep. You'd go in the woods. Okay. If, if you poop in the woods, <laughs> does anyone know that you wiped? The answer is no. No, because you've got a bidet. bidet <laughs> yeah. in the Mate, clear. You've got the job. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Up here in Queensland, Hado, we are very lucky to be uh, living in stage three, which is the closest thing to real life that we're going to have for quite some time, it would seem. Yeah. Other states not so lucky are bordering. Right between New South Wales and Victoria is a town, Albury, Wodonga. Mm. Uh, the Murray River runs right through it. The border runs right through it. So they are living in two states of chaos right now. Uh, and living in that state of chaos is our friend Jess, who joins us now. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Better now, than you. Yeah. Uh, what's it like having uh, a completely locked down border run through the exact middle of your town? How's that going? Okay. It, like, imagine... If the railway tracks in Rocky yeah. cut off everyone from either side. <laughs> yeah. Didn't seem like That's it would exactly work very well. what is happening. Like, right. it is seriously absolute chaos. Like, everyone here, there's 50,000 people cross every single day. Um, wow. Multiple times a day, some people. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's not just, oh, let's cut off the state line. Like, this town... Aubrey and Madonga really function as one city. Yeah, of course. Now, I've heard that there's like $11,000 fines and potentially six months prison time if you cross the border. Uh, is that being enforced? Have you seen many people getting these massive fines? 
Well, we found out yesterday that apparently uh, of the 50,000 cars that they stopped crossing yeah. the border, uh, there was only two people that were fined um, and sent back. So two people were trying to cross illegally. Everyone else was just trying to get to work or get to drop their kids off at school or, you know, get to a medical appointment because that's the other thing. The, all the hospitals and everything for Aubrey and Wodonga are on the New South Wales Aubrey side. Oh, no. So are they being, they're being allowed to go to those sort of necess- uh, necessary services, are they? Yeah, so anyone from that lives here locally can get a uh, cross-border permit, which yeah. means that we can cross at any time. Um, but because of all the uh, the chaos of trying to get the checks, um, it ends up being just an absolute massive wait time. So some people, it took them like two hours, even two and a half hours to get to work yesterday. Wow, two hours to get to work. What's it usually like? How long's the usual time? About 10 minutes. And that's if you get stopped at every light. <laughs> wow. So I guess they have to stop every single car and check every single person that's crossing that border to see if they're actually local and going to, you know, crossing the border properly. That must take, yeah, a really long time. Are you only allowed to cross over the border, Jess, if it's like uh, for essential reasons, like if you were going to the hospital or is it sort of if you were running about town doing your normal business, are residents allowed to do that? Well, we're getting told different things. So yeah. the local mayors are telling us that those border permit crosses um, can be for anything. Sure. As if you need to get to one side of the or the other, you can go at any time. Um, but obviously the, the police commissioner and um, Gladys Berejiklian are saying, if you can stay where you are, stay where you are. Yeah. So we're getting told different things. I mean, we've, we've heard of people going across just to get to F45. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not <laughs> Some yeah. people are taking it more seriously than others, I think. Uh, Jess, how, like, do you think this will last? Do you think they'll change the rules? Does it seem to be working or is it just, are they going to axe it? Well, I mean, there's new calls for it to be axed this morning because yeah. obviously they've shut down Melbourne now. So the big risk of people coming up from Melbourne from that hotspot is over. So here, everyone here on the border is ready for it to go. It, it's really only affecting the locals at this point. Yeah. Um, and so... We're feeling a little bit hard done by down here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Completely get that. Uh, look, well, we're keeping our fingers crossed for that life returns to normal uh, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Don't know what that's going to look like. Um, it's hard to imagine for us up here. Mm. Uh, we're, just, yeah, you know, we're living the life. Oh. It's days like this that we miss CQ even more. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us this morning, Jess. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Everyone has had a look at our politicians across this country, especially during coronavirus and how they've handled the pandemic, Hado. Yeah. And they've sat there. I know you've done it. And you go, I would have done that differently. I, w- I reckon I could give that a crack and do yeah. better. Yeah. I think that all the time. I mean, everyone is a bit of an armchair politician at some point in their life. Yeah. Uh, but I've got an opportunity for you to really take that to the next level. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get out of the armchair and actually uh, get involved, potentially become a politician, very good news for you. Queensland's newest political party has uh, had a bit of a hard time in central Queensland trying to get prospective candidates okay. involved. Cool. Uh, I'm talking about North Queensland first. North Queensland first. Yeah, ahead of October's state election. They are really struggling to find people to tackle the seats of Rockhampton, Keppel, Gladstone, um, and they would, they're appealing to people who uh, have that as an interest to uh, you know, get involved and you know, right. get on the campaign trail. So what is it? North Queensland first. North Queensland first. Now. Is, is this the party that wants to make North Queensland its own state? That is correct. <laughs> this is, uh, it was established, I believe, in sort of 2019. It's not been around for very long. might have been the back end of 2018, but it's been around. And that, 
their aim is to, yes, create a seventh state for Queensland, statehood for northern Queensland. Right. So where's the border go? Like, is it, is it just below Gladstone or something? Well, from what I understand, I think it would be, yeah, maybe a bit further south than Gladstone, but it's hard to say because it seems to be that they'll take what they can get. I think they basically just want to cut out Brisbane. That seems to be the main goal. Well, they, they want everyone to get a bit of a fair crack because obviously regional communities throughout Australia, uh, despite being the backbone of our entire country, yeah. especially in Queensland, mm. northern Queensland, we've got so many industries up here. This is their argument, by the way. Yeah. They say that we've got all these industries. You know, we've got coal, we've got mine, we've got heaps of stuff. Yeah. But we don't necessarily see all the economic benefits from that. No. Because that goes to, you know, the big wigs. But we want to see that money put back into our own communities at a higher rate than it is currently. That's what North Queensland first seemed to be about, Hayden. Yeah, we're generating a lot of tax money. Give that back to us. No one seems to care. Though. No. That's why they want you. <laughs> Me? Hayden, Bleachmore, <laughs> or anyone listening. Yeah. They're like, hey, chuck your hands up. We'll take anyone. They'll take anyone. Yeah. <sighs> it's tempting, isn't it? I kind of, I like the idea. I mean, what's the downside to making a seventh state? Uh, I think it would probably, I don't know enough about it, but I would Besi- imagine that it would bes- affect the economy pretty poorly oh, yeah. for the starting part. But besides being a massive hassle, it seems like a fun idea. It seems interesting. Well, do you have any <laughs> ideas? What sort of platform would you run on? What, what, what would be your argument? What positives do you have for it? I'd say, you know what? Brisbane is too, you know, awful. Get yeah. rid of it. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be, instead of being pro-North Queens, I'd just be anti-cities. <laughs> run a smear campaign. Yeah. I'd say Brisbane's terrible. Get rid of them. You know, smear campaigns are the only campaigns that stand out. I could not tell you uh, who is good or who is bad necessarily. But I could actually, I could tell you who is bad because every time I drive from like Rocky to Yapoon, you see all those signs where it's like, such and such shouldn't be trusted. Such and such is a bad guy. I think that that would be my main thing. I'd be, I'd just come at people, you know? You just attack everyone else but yourself. Yeah. I'd attack people that aren't even running. (laughs) I'd go, (laughs) Nick Fian, terrible person. Vote Hayden. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Give us a call, 13 12 16's the number, if you have a tattoo that you regret. Mm. Because Shia LaBeouf, the actor, that guy that was in Transformers amongst a few other movies, has recently got a full body tattoo, like his chest, his full, stomach. Yeah, full chest, like covered in tats, just for a movie role. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like the, the tattoos make the screen that much, which is... No, and he got, the na- he got Creeper tattooed on his tummy, which is the name of the character. Yeah. My thinking is that... When it's all done and dusted, and he's moved on to the next movie, he's going to heavily regret that decision. Yeah. He's going to like, hey, can you maybe write into this script that my name is Creeper in this movie? Because I've already got the tattoo. Tattoo's there forever, though. And uh, as soon as you get one, you know, you might have got it on a whim. You might have done a bit of an impulse decision and gone and got that tattoo. Yeah. Maybe you'd, uh, you know, had a few drinks. You know, maybe you booked an appointment at the Arrow's End in Rocky. You thought you'd head on in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look back and you go, God, I regret that. I wish Oops, I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, let's head to the phones, 13, 12, 16. Mike, you gotta have, do you have a tattoo that you regret? I do, and it's cringe in hindsight. I don't know why I did it, but I got an emoji tattooed um, oh. on me. Um, so it's just like, it's, it's one of those concealable ones. You just put it down by my ankle. Yeah. Um, what emoji? It's, just, it's like... It's the it's the laughy cry emoji. Oh, okay. That's not the worst emoji you could get. You it's could not have as got bad the... as smiling poo. Yeah, I, I thought it was for sure yeah. going to be smiling poo. Why are laughing crying, Mike? <laughs> well, it's definitely my most used emoji um, sure. that, I, that I would that I would use, and my friends always say that I'm laughing all the time and sure. that sort of thing. So and you're so always what? crying. <laughs> and I'm always I'm always crying. Mike, you know, it's a healthy bit of mental balance. Uh, was there any other contenders? I know smiling, laughing, crying is the, the main one. Was did, was cowboy hat emoji? Was that uh, considered? 
Cowboy hat emoji isn't bad. Like they, but now that they've they've updated the emojis, whenever they do mm. it, I always feel like, oh, that one wouldn't have been at least better. But yeah. like now, uh, in hindsight, years later, I'm like, why did I get a, an emoji tattooed on my ankle? <laughs> at least I can hide it. Personal yeah. favorite of ours, and one to consider if you ha- want to have one on the other ankle. Is a hat on I like um, flamenco dancer lady in uh, doing salsa oh, yeah. or something. Lady in the red yeah. dress. That's a good good emoji <laughs> if you do want a uh, a pair for the laughing buying one. <laughs> Worth considering. Thanks for the call yeah. there, Mike. Cheers, guys. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Give us a ring right now. Tell us about your regrettable tattoos. Want to hear more of these? Um, yes. Let's go to the lines right now. How are you with Nick and Hato? Who's this? Uh, Tegan. Tegan, tell us. Do you have a tattoo that you regret? Uh, I definitely regret it, but I think it's more I regret the tattooist. I went to. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Um, Well, I, my friend and I, she just got engaged, and uh, we had a a good night on the town. Yeah, sure. And the next morning, we uh, we decided to go get matching tattoos. Sure. um, And pretty much just went to the first person we could get into. (laughs) What what, what were we trying to get? What were the matching tats? Um, Well, her and I were quite. party animals back in the day sure. uh, and we got the Sailor Jerry pinup girl oh okay, uh, okay. yeah <laughs> um, yeah so the Sailor Jerry is like sitting in a, a martini glass um, yeah so we both wanted to get that done and someone could fit us in and we went on down to the beach to get it done and hers turned out great and then uh, mine uh, you can't quite tell if the the girl is sitting in the glass yeah. or out of the glass because uh, <laughs> he drew a line straight through her leg. Oh, no. <laughs> like someone had been having a bit too much of Sailor Jerry. Yeah, makes it, sense. It makes a lot of sense. Hey, let's keep these phone calls coming in, of course. Uh, 13, 12, 16 is the phone number. If you've got yourself a tattoo, you regret. Who's this? Uh, Sam. Sam, what tattoo do you regret, mate? Uh, I've got uh, the word freedom on my wrist, but the top of the M looks like a bird flying away. <laughs> Okay. Is it, was it meant to look like a bird flying away, or was that an accident? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was meant to. So okay. like I, I saw it on a on a Tumblr post and thought, that looks really cool, and yeah. I sure. took it in, and the top of the M just looks like they've missed part of the lines, and so now all my friends just call me Frito. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, right, so it doesn't yeah, look like the word freedom, it just says Frito with a bird. <laughs> Yeah, and it's definitely one I'll be getting covered up when I get it. If you get any word, that is a risk. Yeah. You got to, it's got to be legible. It's got to be spelled yeah. correctly. It's got to be a word that you are willing to see for the rest of your life. We appreciate the call there, Sam. Thanks, Brito. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. Look, we talked about it yesterday. Kanye West reckons he's running for president. Got to testify. Good on him for giving it the uh, the old college try. Yeah, he's left it very late. We talked yesterday that he hasn't done any of the paperwork, hasn't filled out any forms, missed a lot of deadlines. It's basically impossible that he'll win, but that hasn't stopped him. Which is dumb because he's so rich, he could pay people to do it. Just get someone to do the work for yep. you. Uh, he had an interview with Forbes yesterday. Well, it came out yesterday anyway, and he sort of outlined some of his political beliefs and what he's going to do. Yeah. And uh, they're crazy even for Kanye West. All right. So first thing, he's not. So there's the Democratic Party, the Republic Party, Republican Party, sorry. Uh, but he's going to run in the birthday party. He's making his own party called the birthday party uh, because if he wins, it's everyone's birthday. Like your party, like it's your birthday, or I is think he gonna, so. I okay. think that's the idea. He's not going to universally change everyone's birthday uh, to the same day. No, although that'd be good. I'd vote for that. Uh, his political, like his slogan, is just yes. 
in all caps with an exclamation mark. Yes, for the vote birthday party. Very similar to Obama's from years back. Mm. Just missing a couple of words. Uh, he also, like, oh man, it's bad. <laughs> he uh, sort of outlined a few of his uh, political sort of beliefs and stuff. Sure. Uh, it seems like he's an anti-vaxxer now, which is cool. Oh no, if you're an anti-vaxxer listening, turn off. Uh, he said that, this is a quote. Uh, this I think this is in regard to uh, the COVID-19 vaccination. Yeah. Uh, it said, they want to put chips inside us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. So he reckons that the vaccines are stopping people getting into heaven because of microchips. Interesting. I don't even... I don't even think the religious community believes that at all. No. Isn't the whole point of being in heaven like you leave your earthly body? Wouldn't the chip be in your yeah. earthly body? You can't get a chip in your soul, you're can taking, you? You're not taking this meat sack up to the pearly white gates. Didn't think so. Uh, he also, he is basing like his White House, like what he wants this administration to be. He's basing that on the movie Black Panther. Remember that? Oh, it's a good movie. Uh, the fictional country of Wakanda. Uh, he wants it to be like that. He quoted the bit, I don't know if you've seen um, Black Panther, but there's a bit where they get shoes wrapped around them. He wants that. Yeah, he steps onto shoes. and they, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he wants like a technologically advanced country like Wakanda. He could just have that. He's got money. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. He's making his own he, shoes anyway. Yeah, he makes Yeezys. Look, that's all of the sort of political stuff that I want to get into. There's some other horrible stuff that, he, that he's also talking about. What's the horrible about. stuff? Tell us one of the horrible he's things. He's very, like, anti-abortion. He's very pro-life. But, like, not in a... Oh. It's, just, it's just the way he got What are you about to say? All. Not in a good way? Yeah. Not in a cool well, way? Well, I don't know. He's just, like, it's no good. He's just no good. I don't like it. Well, you know what? The good news is there's just no chance of this happening. Yeah, so. that is. We can take comfort in that. Stressing for no reason. That was the Nick and Hato catch-up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.